Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. The Sunshine Serial presents... The Adventures of Superman! Today, Herbert Calkins has turned the tables on Clark Kent as the great crowd in the Metropolis Stadium calls upon Superman to fly, unaware that they are addressing not the Man of Steel, but his famous friend, Batman. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, here's a fact you can chalk up for sure. It takes a solid sort of breakfast to start your day in high to help send you off full of vim and vigor. That's why Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal, heads the list of breakfast favorites with so many fellows and girls. Because Pep looks so golden and good, it almost coaxes you to eat it. Yes, sir, those tender, crisp flakes of whole wheat sure do give your appetite the old come on. And when you pitch in, when you get your first taste of that smooth flavor, see if it isn't Kellogg's Pep for you from then on. Every spoonful is so crisp, so keen, so full of flavor. Why, before you know it, you've polished off every bit of Pep in your bowl. And a good thing that is, especially nowadays when the cereal grains are being sent to give that swell grain nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So, gang, this is no time to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make yourself a committee of one to help guard against waste. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, gang, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, a famous Scotland Yard detective named Herbert Calkins has come to the United States to prove that Clark Kent and Superman are one and the same person. After barely escaping from several of the detective's traps, Kent decided that he must take the bull by the horns and convince Calkins that he was not the Man of Steel. Kent then arranged a trick with his friend Batman, and that night he went with Calkins to a huge peace rally in the Metropolis Stadium, where Superman was scheduled to make a personal appearance. As they seated themselves in the crowded grandstand, Batman, wearing a lifelike rubber mask of Superman and the familiar blue costume and red cape, was speaking from the stage below. But Calkins smelled a rat and created a commotion by shouting that the supposed Superman was a fraud. As we continue now, Kent stands in helpless dismay as the great crowd, stirred up by Calkins, roars at Batman to prove he is Superman by taking to the air and flying. Well, Mr. Kent... What have you got to say now? What do you mean, Mr. Hawkins? You and that bloke on the stage who's dressed up as Superman put up a trick on me, that's what. What? He's no more Superman than I am. You're out of your mind. Oh, don't give me that guff, my lad. If he's Superman, why doesn't he prove it and fly? I don't know. He Maybe he can't fly. That's why. I tell you, he can't because he's not Superman and you know it. Because you're Superman. Now, look here. I'm not going to... I knew it all the time, and now this just proves. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. let's hear this. No, I've had enough, I've done what... Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, Now look here, Kent, I don't care what that... Please, Mr. Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, permit me to call your attention to the fact that our good friend Superman was kind enough to give up some of his... 
Illinois what final. I'll take over now, Batman. Oh, I can't thank having your come. You can say that again. I almost didn't. Yes, what are you going to do? Go out there, give them an exhibition. As Superman. Yes, but what about Corkin? Don't worry about him. I've arranged it so he thinks he knows exactly where I am. I hope. Holy smokes. You duck backstage and hide there until I've finished and disappeared. A minute later, come out and take your bow and go on with your speech. You get that? Right. Okay. So long and keep your fingers crossed. Leaving Batman in the dressing room, Superman strides swiftly to the stage. Then, without waiting for an announcement, he takes off. into the night sky, Superman flashes in a great circle over the tremendous, awed stadium crowd. For a moment, he slows his meteoric speed, circles lazily while he makes sure the tangled mass of arms and legs he created in his spectacular fall is still the center of a shocked group who are trying vainly to untangle it. Then he begins a dazzling exhibition of darts, swirls, and gigantic somersaults. Finally, as a great roar of approval fairly rocks the stadium, he puts on a burst of speed faster than the human eye can follow and practically disappears from sight. A split second later, Superman ducks under the stage from behind. Then, quickly changing once more to his guise and garb of Clark Kent, he rumples his hair and disarranges his clothes. And as the disguised Batman walks on stage to be greeted by a tremendous ovation, Kent slips unnoticed into the tangle of men who are just beginning to become untangled. Get off my hey, head, please. Hey, are you there? Yes, help. Help me up. Hey, give the guy a hand. Yeah, help him up. There. Don't worry about him. He's all right, I'm sure. Oh, what happened? Tom, Tom, old man, you know full well what happened. Oh, my head, my arms, my legs, I ache. Oh, uh, still putting on an act, eh, was? Act? I don't know what you... Very clever of you, by Joe. Very clever indeed. What do you mean, Mr. Corkin? Your attention, please. Ah, maybe you are telling the truth. What? Now that Superman has successfully demonstrated that he is Superman, he will continue his address on the subject of world peace. Come on, let's get out of here. I want to talk to you. I'm talking a cab on the way back to town. Well, here we are, Mr. Kent. Yeah. Now, before you leave, Mr. Calkins, let me get this straight. You're finally and definitely, once and for all, convinced that I, Clark Kent, am not Superman? Right-o. 
Well, yes, by Jove, I must admit it really appears that for the first time in 30 years as a detective, Herbert Calkins was wrong. And I must admit you were hard to convince. My apologies, Mr. Kent. And my hand. No hard feelings, I hope. No, certainly not. None at all, Mr. Calkins. Thank you, sir. Now I must say good night and goodbye. I bought the clipper tonight for England. Goodbye. Have a pleasant trip. Thank you, thank you. Well, cheerio, old chap. Should you ever come to London, look me up. You bet I will. Well, now to meet Batman and tell him the good news. Uh, the newspaper club driver. And when Calkins found me at the bottom of that heap and then saw you as Superman on the stage a minute after my flying exhibition, well, he decided to call it quits. He's really convinced you're not Superman, huh? So he says, Bruce. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Clark. Biggest scare of your life is now ancient history. I wonder. Oh, what do you mean? Now, somehow I'm not quite sure he is convinced. But I don't know why. Oh, come, Clark. You let this fellow give you the jitters. Oh, he's clever, Bruce. Perhaps the cleverest opponent I ever tangled with. And he hangs on like a bulldog. Well, I won't be able to relax until he's back in England. When's he going back, do you say? He said he was going back tonight. Tonight? Mm-hmm. Said he was flying back on the clipper. Well, then. Yeah, wait. What time does the clipper take off? 11 o'clock. Good. Now, look, it's 10.30 now. We'll just have time to buy a big red apple and give it to Mr. Sherlock Holmes at the airport. You said you'd relax when you see him take off for England. I sure will. Well, then let's go. Here's where you watch all your troubles disappear into the sky. Stepping into the clipper now. See, they're getting ready to take off. Are you sure Corkins isn't in the plane, Clark? I'm positive, Bruce. And that means... Wait, here comes somebody running down the gangplank now. Is it... No, it's just a telegraph messenger. Uh-oh. There goes the plane. Yes, and Corkins isn't on it. I was right, Bruce. Corkins knows we tricked him tonight, but he pretended to be fooled in order to throw me off my guard. Oh, wait, He's Clark. surer than ever now that I'm Superman, and he won't quit until he proves it. Matter of fact, I've got a feeling he's baiting a new trap for me right now. I'm worried, Bruce. Really worried. You have good reason to be worried, Clark. For at this very moment, Herbert Calkins is still working hard on his attempt to reveal your double identity. We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode, gang. So stand by. Say, gang, on your mark. We're all set and ready to flash you this week's pep dish of the week. It's a blueberry bullseye. And it sure is bang-up breakfast news. Here's how you set your sights for this tasty target. Pour your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, into your bowl. Heap a mound of juicy, fresh blueberries, smack in the middle, add cool milk and sugar, and then just make like your dead-eyed dick. Only take your bead on this blueberry bullseye. Is it a dish? Yes, Kellogg's Pep sure does things for those blueberries. That golden sunshine flavor pushes right into the lead when it comes to tickling your taste. Each delicate flake is so crisp and golden and toasty that, well, a dish of Kellogg's Pep is solid in the old groove And Pep is good for you, too. Sure, gives you whole wheat nourishment plus. You see, Pep is made from whole wheat, one of the cereal grains that have been picked out to send to fellows and girls all over the world. So if you're sharp, you make it a point to eat every last spoonful of Pep in your bowl. Because you wouldn't want to waste cereal, particularly now. 
So when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make yourself a committee of one to help guard against waste. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Cut the rest of your family in on the idea, too. Remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Worried by Herbert Calkins' failure to return to England, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, are returned to Kent's apartment building. As we join them now in the corridor outside Kent's door, Kent is about to insert his key into the lock when suddenly he stops and grows rigid. Great Scott. What's the matter, Clark? Calkins. He's in there. Where? In my apartment. Bruce, I'm done for. Well, what do you mean? There's something in my apartment that will reveal my true identity beyond any doubt. And Calkins is reaching for it right now. Shocked. Bruce Wayne strains his eyes as if trying to see through the door as Clark Kent is doing. What final proof of Kent's double identity is Herbert Calkins about to discover? Only a breath of time remains before Superman can prevent the Scotland Yard detective from revealing his most carefully guarded secret. What will happen? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls. Don't miss it, whatever you do. Be sure to tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, what makes a famous name famous? Well, Kellogg is famous as the greatest name in cereals. And one reason is Kellogg's shredded wheat. Those are the plump, tender biscuits made to fit your breakfast bowl. Fifteen. Fifteen of them in every package. Each biscuit toasted just right and full up with natural nut-sweet flavor. Mom knows Kellogg's shredded wheat is good for you, too. This is whole wheat. So remember Kellogg, gang. Ask Mom for Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>